Are you interested in bringing communities together? Are you interested in bridging cultural and communication gaps? Are you interested in podcasting? We want to help build a better world through better understanding of one another. And we want to amplify your voice in the conversation. So bring your ideas and voice to the Venn Network. We will help you bring your voice to the world. Welcome to Islamic Faith and Focus. I am Imam Hassan Amin, and in this episode, we're going to talk about good character. Some people say that Muslims are evil. They say that Muslim men treat their women in, in a poorly or bad way, and that Muslims only want to harm other people. And this is so far from the truth. A sort of a joke, if you will, that is said that Shaitan, meeting the devil, was advising a president. And the president's plan was so evil, causing Shaitan to seek refuge in Allah. Sometimes man is just, just evil and just bad. And Aisha, the prophet's wife, uh, she was asked about the character of the prophet. And she simply said, it was the Quran. Also, she said on another case, she said, do not you read the Quran? His character was the words of the Quran. And so the Prophet, may peace be upon him, his very character was that of the Quran. He was like the walking Quran on earth. And Umar, who is the, he was the second Khalifa, which is the second or the third leader of the, amongst the Muslims. And he was on his way to really to kill the Prophet before he became Muslim. Uh, before Umar became Muslim. And so on his way, he met a man. He said, where are you going? He said, I'm going to kill this man and call himself the prophet, this man Muhammad. And so the man said, well, you better take care of your own household first. And so he went back by his sister's house and heard this reciting going on in the house. And he busts into the house. And he said, what was that I heard? And she was very scared. And she said, like, like nothing. And then he said, I heard something. Tell me what, 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 I, what you were reading and what you were saying. And so she brought out what she was reading. Matter of fact, he struck her and she started bleeding. He felt bad by that. And then she brought out what she, what she was reading and she, he wanted to grab her to reach. She said, no, 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 you got to wash up first. And so he washed up and then he read the Quran and then it got to his heart. And then he became Muslim and he was one of the strong Muslims amongst the, amongst the, amongst the Muslims. Uh, and like I said, he was the second Khalifa or third leader amongst the Muslims, and he spread Islam after the death of the Prophet and the death of Abu Bakr, who was the first Khalifa of Islam. And, he, and they spread Islam through Syria and Persia and different place, places throughout the world at that at that time. And so he became, a, he loved, loved, loved Islam, and merely he read Quran and it changed his character. I remember during, uh, during the time of, of, of not, when 9-11 took place here in, in the United States, uh, where I where I, I live, and that and on uh, September September 11, 2001, is that when the planes ran into the building or crashed into the buildings in New York and in Pennsylvania and in the Pentagon and places like that, and so because people were up in arms about Islam, Islam is attacking America, and so people just couldn't get, they they couldn't get enough of reading about Islam. They took all the shelves and libraries couldn't didn't have any books on Islam anymore. Books or people called checking them out and borrowing a book. The stores that, uh, ran out of books on Islam, and so 
people read the books to find out, okay, what is this evil stuff called Islam? But once people start reading the books about Islam and learn the truth about Islam, are reading Quran, as I explained to you all uh, in episodes before, about the Quran and the, and the being the last revelation sent to mankind uh, from, uh, from Allah, from Almighty God, it's, it's the Kalam or the, or the words of Allah. And when they start reading it, like Umar, it got to their heart. And once it got to people's hearts and knew what true Islam is, and I was a imam at one of the, one of the uh, matches in in, uh, in Baltimore City in in, um, in in Maryland in the United States, and during that very week, after people read Quran and read about Islam, and being bombarded on TV about the about is about the negative thing about Islam, what it just did to our building and attack America, we had about nine nine to about to about 10 or so people that took shahada, meaning they became they became Muslim because they found out what true Islam is and Allah opened up their heart to what true Islam is. And it changed their attitude and their character and what they thought about this beautiful way of life, Islam. And so to move on, the Prophet, may peace and blessing be upon him, had borrowed some money or some things from, from a person. And so... He had like some more days left before he was due to pay it back. But the person was very aggressive and came to the prophet and basically saying, I want my payment now. Give it to me now. It's like I still got a week left and to be able to pay you that I owe this thing to you. And so he was very aggressive. Matter of fact, the companions that are around at the time, they wanted to really to 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 beat the man up. And because the way he was aggressing, being so aggressive towards the prophet, but the prophet told him, no, 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 no. Leave the man alone. What you do is if anyone that has some money, I could pay this man off now. I would, we, I would pay him off now. And so the Muslim gathered together what, what was due to, to the man, although it was early, a week earlier. Then, and, they gave it, and they gave it to the man, and the man went, went away. This was the character of the prophet. He could have take, he could, could told the, the Sahaba, which are the companions of the prophet that were around. He could say, no, no, beat this man up. Or this man is wrong. Take this man away. But he didn't do that. He said, "No, no." He said, "Stop." He said, "He said, don't do anything to this man. Pay him his money and let him go." That was the character of the prophet. The good character of the prophet, and he is the one that we that we follow, and he is the one that we em emulate or, be, or do or do what he what he does, act the way he, the way he did. And you also had a time where the prophet went to a town which is called Taif, which is sort of outside of Mecca, to go there to talk talk to people about Islam. And so he went there, the people there told the children to go and, and, and hurt the prophet, throw stones at him and that kind of thing, and they did. And so the prophet, but basically for the most part, was chased out of, out of this town called Taif. And so the angels came to the prophet, and they said to him, look, I am the, basically, I'm the angel of the mountains. I control the mountain by the will of Allah. Just give me the word, and I will have. And this particular town is between these two mountains, and I will take these mountains and command them to to come together and squeeze this town and kill everyone in the town. And the prophet said, he said, no, no, don't do that. Although people right now they don't like me or they're against me right now, but there may be some people later on in that town that may become Muslim. So no, don't do that. So that was the character of the prophet. May peace to be a peace and blessing be upon him. When people are doing bad to him or treating him in a bad way, he acts opposite of that, and he was treated with compassion. And that is the way of the Muslim that what we're supposed to do and we should have to do as Muslims to treat people with compassion and be kind towards people. 
There's one hadith, hadith that's a saying of the prophet, what he did and what he said. And, it's, and it says, and it talked about the prophet, and he said, he said, I was sent to perfect to perfect good character, meaning to teach people about having having patience, being against vices, uh, against murder and killing other people, against fornication, against gambling, against being more for them to be pious, for them to remember Allah, and giving charity and being kind to other people. So that's so that's perfecting the character of the individual. That's male and that's female. And another thing, there is a reward for a person having good character. And there's many uh, rewards. I'm not going to name them all, but I want to just read. And we, we talked about the prophet, may peace and blessing be upon him, said, By his good character, a believer will attain the degree of one who prays during the night and fasts and fasts during the, during the day. That's a degree for a person having good character. Because we get so many blessings when we when we pray. And we get so many blessings when we fast as, as Muslims. And just by having a good character, it was similar to a person who prays or uh, prays during the, uh, during the night or uh, and, and fast during the fast during the day. That's the level of reward that a person gets just for just for the mere fact that he or she they have good character. The prophet, may peace and blessing be upon him, he also said, There's nothing heavier than good character put in a scale or on a scale of a believer on a day of day of resurrection, the day of judgment. Because we're all going before Allah, and I said this in an earlier episode, we're all going to be naked and uncircumcised before Allah. And we I know we're going to do what's going to happen on that day, all our good deeds will, and our bad deeds will, will, will be weighed on the scale of Mizan, on the scale. And if our good deeds outweigh our bad deeds, we go to paradise. And if our bad deeds outweigh our good deeds, we go to hell. It's just that simple. It's no in between as far as Islam. Islam is just it's just basically black and white in uh, in, in many areas. And this area here, we're talking about the good deeds, bad deeds, and where you go, it's no in between paradise and hellfire. Either you go into paradise or you go into the, or you go into the hell to the hellfire. And the thing is, as a Muslim. I and other Muslims, we must always have good character and not be evil people and treat people in a bad way. Just think, for example, if I'm standing before my scale and I'm seeing all I'm seeing all these bad deeds put on my scale and my good deeds are very, very light and my bad deeds outweigh my good deeds. And then I'm thinking like, oh, no, I'm in a lot of trouble this day. I'm on my way to hell. But if I have this good character, and, and be compassionate and patient and kind to people. And all these things that I mentioned earlier that the prophet said that he's here for, to perfect a good character. It may come out there uh, with loads and loads and loads, like truck loads of these of this good this good character that I have, and then they get piled onto my scale. And then I hope, inshallah, if God God willing, Allah willing, that it have so my character is so good that it will tilt my scale to my favor, that my good deeds will overwhelmed and be and outweigh my bad deeds so that I can go to paradise forever instead of being a hellfire forever. Now there are also blessings in having good character. And it says that the prophet may peace be upon him said, I guarantee a house and the surroundings of paradise for a man who avoids quarreling, even if he were in the right. 
in the middle of the of paradise for a man who avoids lying, even if he, if he was joking. In a house in the upper part of paradise for a man who made his character good. So if you want to be in the upper part of paradise, then you make your character a good, good character. And all Muslims have to have the good character that's male and that's female and that's child. There's no distinction that only males have good characters and females don't. Or the opposite, females have good character and males don't. It's not that kind of thing in Islam. It's equally balanced when, you, when it comes to, come to this beautiful way of life. But on the other hand, the Prophet may peace and, be, peace and blessing be upon him. He said, do you know the things which mostly which most commonly bring people into paradise? It is fear of Allah and good character. Do you know what most commonly brings people into hell? It is the two hollow things. And the two hollow things that he was talking about was their mouth and their private area. What you say out of your mouth cussing people out, calling them bad names and the like, it could end, you could end up in the hellfire. And what you do with your private parts, meaning that you don't use your private parts in the right manner. In other words, if you're, if you're married, you don't go out and fornicate. Or if you're not married, go out and fornicate or commit adultery and that sort of thing. That is, that is what he's talking about there in terms, in terms of the thing that would get you, get a person into the hellfire. Matter of fact, when the prophet, he made a journey and, and they showed him different things in the hellfire, the angel showed him and said, like, what's this? What's this? What's this? And the angel explained things along the way. And one of the things that the angel explained, explained to him during his journey, the prophet made going through the hellfire so he could see for himself firsthand, what, and so he could warn his people even more, warn, warn other people, period, period, even more about what's going on in the hellfire. It was the people inside of this sort of big oven, and there's a foul smell coming through, and they were screaming and screaming, and, and they were like kind of claw, it was like kind of a comb shape, and they were trying to claw their way, they were naked, and they were trying to, males and females, they were trying to claw their way out of this sort of oven. And then every time they crawled their way up, they would slide back down into the fire. Then they, And then they would scream more, and they would claw themselves more and more and more, trying to get away from the fire. And then they would slide back down and end up back into the fire of this oven. And the prophet said, like, who are these people? Like, what did they do that they, they're getting what they're getting? And he said, these basically are the people who were fornicators, adulterers. Those are those, that, that's where they're naked and they're getting their, their 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 punishment because of what they what they used to do what they used to do on earth, and so we have to make sure that we don't end up in the hell fire by because of what we say with our mouth, and also watching what we do with our private part private parts. It was also mentioned at the at the advice for the prophet, and the advice for the prophet he said. There was a, a, a young man, he, he said that the last advice the messenger of Allah, that peace of blessing be upon him, gave to me were, because the young man was getting on his horse and putting his, putting his, feet, in his, his feet, uh, feet into the stirrups. And he said to the young man, he said, make your, make your, character, make your character good for the people. You know, meaning don't hurt the people. Don't be bad towards the people. Be a good example for the people. Matter of, matter of fact, there was a time where the prophet and, and his companion, they were, they were at, at war. People fight against them. And so they threw the fort back against them. And so they captured one individual. And they sort of tied him up, if you will. But they didn't treat him bad. 
They dressed, they, they, they gave him the food that they eat. They didn't give him a bunch of slop. They didn't torture him. They didn't do anything bad towards him. And they were nice and kind towards the man. And it was a man that wanted to kill them. And he was what you call a POW, a prisoner of war. And so finally, the prophet commanded the, 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 the brothers and, and the, the ones who were his companion at the time. He said, release the man. And so the man was walking away, and he looked back at the prophet, and he walked some more and looked back, and he walked some more, and then he came back to the prophet. And basically they were saying, like, okay, you can go. You don't have to stay anymore. And so the man, he took shahada, meaning that he became Muslim because the way the Muslim treated him, because they treated him with respect. They didn't beat him up. They didn't torture him. They fed him the way he, they fed him the same food that, that, they, that they eat. They still made sure he was comfortable, although he, if he had an opportunity when they were at war to kill them, each and every one of them, he would have done so. But they treated him with a great deal of respect, and he, and he felt that in his heart because of their character. And he came back, and he became Muslim. Even during wartime for Muslims, we have a certain character that we have to follow. In the, in the midst of war, being bombed or whatever and fighting against people, we can't destroy vegetation. We can't destroy farms. We can't, we can't kill the elderly or kill the children and the women or the non-combatants. We can't destroy, a, for example, a place to worship. So a certain behaviors that we can't do, during a time when we, we're, if we're if we're in battle, people are attacking us, and we're we're defending ourselves. And so, even during that most intense time, where it's a life and death, literally a life and death situation, that we have to still conduct ourselves in the very best of manner. Let me move on. It was also mentioned about what kind of character that the Muslim, Muslim have. And so, the Prophet, may peace and blessing be upon him, said. Among the Muslims, more perfect, uh, that most, that most perfect as regard to his faith, is the one whose character is excellent. And the best among you are those who treat their wives well. And so we, it's a mandate for the Muslim man to treat his wife well. And also, one of the best and most excellent thing for a Muslim in total to have is having good character, having excellent character. If a Muslim man is treating, treating his wife opposite of what I just read, then he is wrong. If he is cussing at his wife, fussing at his wife, hitting his wife, and these kinds of things, that's not like sort of like domestic violence sort of things, then he is wrong, and that's not from Islam. That's from him and not from this beautiful way of life and his faith that I've embraced since 1976. And I hope that those are listening that are not Muslim, that you also will consider embracing this beautiful way of life of called Islam. And any Muslim that are listening and you have this bad behavior that, that, I'm, that I just discussed, then you need to straighten out that behavior before you, before you meet your Lord. Because on the day of judgment, what may happen is that, is that you think you're on your way to paradise and you may be stopped from going. Because you have a whole row of people and lines and lines of people that you owe something to because you've done them wrong in this life. And so the thing is, we have to not hurt people, including our wife and our children. And so your wife may be in that line and say, oh, you dishonored me. You hurt me during our lifetime together. Now I'm here on this day on the day of judgment to collect from you. And so what? how does she collect? 
it won't be money or anything like or, or take your credit card and swipe your credit card and, and that way get you what you owe to her. No, it'll be your good deeds on that day. So she would take from your good deeds on that day and your your good deeds will start to diminish because you might have a mountain high of them and start to diminish, diminish because you have done her wrong and she got to have to be repaid for the wrong you've done to her. And if you run out of good deeds, then what happens at that point, it's not over. You start taking her bad deeds until she is fully repaid. So you want to be the best to your wife and to your children and to others because you don't know on the day of judgment, they may seek back, seek payment back from you because of the, because of the way that, that you treated them. And so we are demanded to treat our wives well and treat other people other people well. It is also mentioned by by narrated by Aisha, one of the wives of the prophet, and she and she said this sort of dua or this supplication she made to Allah. She said that the prophet Salam said, "Oh Allah, as you have made my form beautiful, so make my character beautiful." Because when sometimes when we look in the mirror, we like what we see. We love what we see. We're, we're beautiful looking. We're handsome and that sort of thing. I'm pretty or cute, whatever it is. And we like what we see. That's on the outside. But then he prayed what? He said, oh, Allah, as you have made my form beautiful, so make, so make my character beautiful. You don't want to just be beautiful on the outside. As a Muslim, or just a, just a, just for people in general, you want to be also beautiful on the inside. Because sometimes you may know beautiful people; they're the most beautiful people you ever saw in the world. But they have, but their inside is corrupt. The inside is nasty, and they're nasty, nasty to people and evil towards people. And we don't want, do not want to be those kind of people. And Islam mandates that we don't be those kind of people, and that we're beautiful outside and also that we're beautiful inside. And so at this point, I hope that you get and understand what I am talking about in terms of having a good character and being a Muslim. For the non-Muslims, this is the way we're supposed to be. So if you see a Muslim doing the opposite of that, they, they need some more development in that area of Islam, and they're not, they're not following the way of the Prophet of Islam, and or they may have a bad day. A lot of things could be going on, like you have bad days too. And the other thing is, if you like what you're hearing, then go to a local masjid and ask them more about Islam. Go to the library and find out more about Islam. Because it's not what sometimes what you read or you see in the news and that sort of thing. Because a lot of things, a lot of people all over the world are anti-Islam. But I'm going to tell you some basic information about is what Islam is. And in contrast, by telling you what Islam is, you're learning what Islam is not. You have been listening to Islamic Faith and Focus. I have been your host, Imam Hassan Amin. And thank you for listening. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. This has been a production of the Venn Network.